the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So Hunter Biden's getting away with uh, a lot of criminal activity, but he has a lot more criminal activity yet to be discovered. James Comer, House Oversight, not going to stop digging into everything that Hunter Biden was. I don't think he was masterminding it. I think uh, Joe Biden or it's hard to believe Joe Biden could be smart enough to come up with shell corporations. I don't know. But I know that James Comer and House Oversight is not going to stop digging. The question becomes, will this go anywhere? Will this go anywhere? I mean, there's millions of dollars. Nobody can explain the Biden family's wealth. There's all kinds of smoke. There's pictures of Joe Biden in the White House with Devin Archer, who's a convicted felon and one of Hunter Biden's business associates. There's records in the White House of one of Hunter Biden's associates meeting with Joe Biden, pictures of Joe Biden shaking hands with Chinese and Ukrainian energy company executives. There's Hunter flying to China on Air Force Two. There's a tape recording of Joe Biden saying, hey, I read that New York Times story, Hunter. It looks like you're in the clear, pal. I think you're going to be fine. There is so much evidence. If you were thinking of all this Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, Jim Biden, foreign influence peddling millions of dollars coming in for inexplicable reasons, undocumented reasons... If this was a puzzle, like I've been in homes of people who like to do puzzles. I don't like to do puzzles because puzzles frustrate me. I can't search endlessly through pieces and pieces, finding two to fit together. Just fries my brain. But if this Hunter Biden thing were a puzzle, it would be like a 10,000-piece puzzle of all sky, right? So you couldn't, like, tell what fit with what. But Comer seems pretty determined to go after this. The only way it leads anywhere, though, is if the Republicans maintain control of the House in 2024. If they don't, Comer's out as House Oversight Chair. And that ends everything. But if, let's imagine, let's fantasize, because that's what it is, Republicans hold on to the House in 2024. And gain the Senate. The Senate map is very favorable. Sherrod Brown is up. For the first time, we got a really good shot at taking out Sherrod Brown. Let's say we get the House and we get the Senate. Well, that'll help. But what we really need is the big kahuna, the presidency. Okay? We need the presidency. If we get all three, uh, I think Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and Jim Biden and all the Bidens... Uh, will be vacationing in the same resort at the Gray Bar Motel. Because I am absolutely 100% convinced that Joe Biden is as crooked as they come. There would be a certain degree of, uh, what's the word, schadenfreude? Schadenfreude? I don't know how to pronounce it. But basically it would be like, you tried to 
go after your enemy, Donald Trump. And look, it landed on you. Whoops. But I don't think Trump can win in 2024. Now, are there scenarios where he could win? Sure. They hold a presidential debate. Joe Biden stumbles literally off the stage or he stumbles figuratively in the debate. Joe Biden has said many, many, many things over the year, years that are racist. If you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Barack Obama, he always a clean cut, articulate, first one I've ever seen. Suppose Joe Biden says something in the middle of a presidential debate that's <laughs> unquestionably and awfully racist. It's possible. Lights on, nobody's home. I'm not even sure the light's on part of the time. So when I say Trump can't win, I'm talking about a scenario without one of those weird, strange, game-changing kinds of things. Because Trump will not get the benefit of the doubt on anything. And Trump will have to win back voters who voted for him in 2016 and did not vote for him in 2020. Unless Trump is right. And there were a bunch of phony ballots allowed to be counted in 2020, which I don't totally dismiss. I've seen 2,000 mules. It seems plausible to me. But when asked last night about how to win independence back in his camp, Donald Trump gave a poor answer. There is a great answer to give, but this is not it. Here's Brett Baer asking the question and Trump whiffing on it. To the female independent voter in the suburbs who struggled with family Mm -hmm. financing because of inflation, she's now against Biden, disapproves of Biden, but wasn't with you in 2020 and so far is a hard no for you in 2024. But what do you say to that? What what do you say to that female independent suburban voter who feels that way to win her back? First of all, I won in 2020 by a lot. Okay, Uh, let's get that straight. I won in 2020. You know that. And if you look at all of the tapes, if you look at everything, are you going to go? This is how you're going to tell that independent suburban woman voter to vote for you. We're off to winning an election, and I think we're winning very well. Okay, here's the answer. What are you going to tell that suburban voter to win her back to your side in 2016? Do you like paying three times as much for eggs as you paid when I was president? Do you fear having your kids taken away from you and being labeled a child abuser because a teacher in their public school says that you don't affirm their gender dysphoria? If you want someone who will have your back, someone who will make sure that you're able to raise a family the way you want to raise them, that you'll be able to afford a home to live in, or you'll be able to get a loan on a bigger home because your family's expanding and interest rates have declined to the point where you can again afford a mortgage on the money you're bringing in, then I'm the person you need to vote for. If you would like to not have to worry in your suburban neighborhood or your urban neighborhood about crime, I'm going to put a stop to illegal immigration on the border and we're going to make our cities safe again. That's the answer. You have to relate to people on the level that they prioritize. I know there are, I always think of my own tangy tiger moms. I know there are tiger moms out there who are still salty about the 
shenanigans during the 2020 presidential election. But they don't care as much about what was done to Donald Trump as what was done to them and their families with lockdowns and vax mandates during the pandemic. And they don't care as much about Donald Trump as they do about being labeled as domestic terrorists by getting involved and going to and voicing their concern at school board meetings. You have to relate to people on the level that they care about, and you have to assure them that you will be able to drive policy that will alleviate the concerns that they have. And with those suburban women voters, they care a lot more about their material wealth and comfort about their kids' futures. And he went to, first of all, he wouldn't even, he wouldn't even acknowledge the premise of the question. But I won in 2020, so I don't have to win him back. It's kind of what he seems to be saying. That is as bad an answer as you could possibly give. As bad an answer as you could possibly give. And he gave it, and he'll continue to give it. Because he's not focused, he's not targeted, but the real thing he's not, is humble. He's not humble enough to say, I lost your trust, here's how I pledge to win your trust back. It is anathema to him that he has lost anyone's trust. Because to admit that he has lost anyone's trust is to admit that he failed, and he's incapable of admitting that he failed at anything. And honestly, for all that he accomplished, he failed at a lot. Remember last segment, or maybe it was the beginning of this segment, I lose track. I fantasized about having control of the House, Senate, and the presidency. He had it for two years. Did he defund Planned Parenthood? No. Did he build a wall? No. Did he get rid of Obamacare? No. So he has his failures. He needs to acknowledge them. So the breaking news of the morning, about 10 a.m., Washington Post, first with the story, Hunter Biden pleads uh, guilty to misdemeanor, failing to file his tax returns on time, and uh, a felony gun conviction for uh, lying on a federal gun form. Uh, That carries a 10-year prison sentence, Uh, but not for Hunter Biden. Uh, He will go through a two-year diversion program. They love diversion programs. Here, divert your gaze over here. Yes, we know. He relied on a federal gun form, but divert your eyes over here (laughs) to uh, these evil school boards and parents who want to keep LGBTQ ideology out of schools. Look at that. That's terrible. That's hateful, awful. Pay no attention to Hunter Biden. He will not do 10 years. He will not do 10 days. He will not do 10 hours. He will not do 10 minutes in jail for lying on that form. The lie was, of course, that he was not an abuser of illegal drugs. He was an abuser of illegal drugs at the time. So uh, this will only uh, feed the idea that there are two tiers of justice, which is absolutely positively true. We already know that Hillary Clinton dreamt up her or her acolytes and financed the Steele dossier 
which wasted two years of Donald Trump's presidency, tore our nation apart, contributed to the complete mistrust and distrust of the media, which is well-founded based upon its uh, lies about Trump being uh, a Russian agent. Has Hillary Clinton been charged with anything? That's got to be... She destroyed evidence under federal subpoena. Any charges against her? No. No. No charges against her. So, the idea that there are two tiers of justice borne out by details, borne out by the absolute turning of the head away from anything that a Democrat does, but the obsession with anything that a Republican does. And let's not forget, the Hillary Clinton made-up Trump-Russia hoax, Barack Obama and Joe Biden were informed about that in the summer of 2020 in the Oval Office by James Clapper of the CIA. And they let it continue. They said nothing about it. Keep that in mind. Everything that Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi and all the media said for the next two plus years about Trump. Oh, the walls are closing in. Oh, bombshell. Oh, we got this. Meanwhile, Obama and Biden and Clapper and others knew it was all financed by Hillary Clinton. Here's Congressman Mike Turner of the Dayton area reminding us of that. Well, it shows they're all in on it, right? You know, we start with the special counsel Mueller report, and that and that report indicated that the Russia-Trump collusion story was absolutely false. The Durham report goes farther because he looks into the, uh, the actual uh, wrongdoing that was occurring in the FBI at the time. He traces it back and, of course, identifies that the uh, Steele dossier, the so-called uh, Russia collusion document itself, came from the Clinton campaign, and that there was, as you were just describing, the Clinton plan that was communicated to, to try to propagate this and tie the president to it. Durham then goes on and says that the, the whole investigation that happened at the FBI, including the Mueller investigation itself, should not have happened, that there was no evidence uh, to, to go over the bar enough to cause an investigation to occur. He considers this wrongdoing on the part of the FBI. The problem is that there's no one who's been held accountable, and that's certainly why we're holding hearings over the next two days to find out why aren't people being held accountable and what do we need to do to change the laws so that this doesn't happen to a president again. Now, good luck with that. John Durham in front of the House Judiciary Committee today. That's chaired by Jim Jordan tomorrow in front of House Oversight, chaired by James Comer, congressman from Kentucky. Uh, Jonathan Turley, law professor, George Washington University, uh, in the aftermath of the Durham report, in the aftermath of Hunter Biden, five-year investigation into his tax. You know, I have a question. I have a question. So Hunter Biden has pleaded guilty to filing his tax returns for 2017 and 2018 late. Is anybody over there at the IRS remotely curious about where the money came from in those tax returns? Anybody? Anybody? You know, I got to account for my income with a W-2. Do you get a W-2 from a Russian oligarch if he gives you $5 million? I don't think that's probably subject to a W-2. Uh, where did that money come from? How's that documented on his taxes? Could we dig a little deeper other than, oh, wow, 
We're here to audit the taxes of Hunter Biden. Well, look, I see he filed them late. Okay, let's uh, let's focus on that. Anything else that comes below that on the page? Pay no attention. <laughs> Pay no attention to that. Uh, Jonathan Turley uh, reflecting on the um, remarkable lack of interest by the DOJ in anything of significant wrongdoing regarding Hunter Biden or anybody. In the, Hunter Bi- in the uh, Biden family. Well, it's actually been an impressive lack of curiosity. It's sort of hard to avoid these issues. You know, you have allegations, not just of bribery, but you have allegations of extensive forms of corruption. And it's something that Congress is just now looking at in the House. But the House Oversight Committee has released evidence indicating that millions of dollars may have been sent to Biden family members through this labyrinth of accounts and and corporations. It's hard to look at that paper trail and not see an, an effort to conceal. Now, whether or not that occurred, the problem is that there's no real indication that the Justice Department seriously investigated it. And partially that's because Merrick Garland refused to appoint a special counsel, even though we had emails that referred to a cut of these funds, a percentage, going to the big guy, who we, we now know is President Biden, uh, and the possibility that he may benefit from some of this money. Merrick Garland just refused to appoint a special counsel. And now I think what you're going to see is that the Biden team's going to say, OK, well, this is now closed. Well, that's absolutely what they're going to say. It's over. Wait for Corinne Jean-Pierre. She can't wait to get up there and say, ah, you were a... I couldn't answer any questions about Hunter Biden. Now I'll be happy to answer questions about Hunter Biden. Yeah, what about Hunter Biden? Well, it's over. It's over. No need to ask me anymore. He says it's hard to believe they can look the other way and not see it. No, it's not. It's not hard to believe that. They're really good at that. For instance, here's how good they are at looking the other way from obvious questions. Joe Biden, yesterday or the day before, was in uh, Philadelphia where the big I-95 bridge collapsed. Guess who they brought out to introduce Joe Biden at the big bridge rebuilding announcement? Uh, None other than fellow mush brain John Fetterman. And now I'm standing next to the president again, next to a a collapsed bridge here. And he is here to commit to work with the the governor and the, the, the delegation to make sure that we get this fixed quick fast as well too this is a president that is committed to infrastructure yeah and then on top of that uh, the the jewel uh kind of a uh, uh, law of the inflation uh bill that is going to make sure that there's going to be bridges all across like this all across the uh, wow Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.